0: It's time for our weekly conversation with Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. Week 9, the Raiders and the Jaguars at TIAA Bank Field. It's a five-game skid now for the Jaguars, Fred, at 2-6. and six. The Raiders got shut out last week. They're
1: 2-5. and five. Two teams
0: that really need one this week, Fred.
1: JP, hey, how's it going? Man, we're at over the halfway point, and that's crazy, man. Uh, I would have never thought I would be saying that right now. <laughs> man, season goes by so quick, right? Uh, but even so, JP, both of those teams, uh, or both teams, I thought would, would would have a better record to this point. Both teams with brand new head coaches, you know, they made some great uh, offseason uh, acquisitions, and um, you know, like, it's just mind-boggling. But the NFL is the NFL, and that's how it goes—you get what you earned, uh, what you earned. And both teams have played some really close games. Jacksonville has played a lot of closer games um, I, I think their wins have been all less than um double digit uh losses. I mean, I'm sorry oh, one uh, score. so that a oh, one score. yeah, so that's encouraging still, not good enough for the fan base, obviously and not good enough for the players themselves. um but the guys steady, you know they continue to uh, uh grind and churn and away and hopefully um today is the day.
0: Fred, let's uh, start with a couple of the issues for the Jaguars. There's a lot of good things going on. I like how
1: you call them, issues. I I like that. I like (laughs) issues more than problems.
0: They're issues. They're not impossible to correct. Um, There's not the end of the world. It's not ideal, but there are things they can improve upon these issues. And one of those is red zone offense and goal-to-go offense. Last week, Trevor Lawrence threw an inexplicable interception, first and goal at the one rolling right it was designed to get it out quick to christian kirk and if it wasn't there he's supposed to throw it away well he kept rolling and rolling and then straight to the safety on the goal line second time we've seen that in three weeks by the way a goal to go interception you can't leave those points out there and the quarterback's just got to figure out a way how how do you fight through that i mean in a moment he does the same thing again at some point he's going to have to learn
1: Yeah, I was going to tell you, don't remind me, the the recent one was three weeks ago. Uh, It seemed like it was much longer where he had time in between to figure this stuff out and not make those situational errors as he continues to make. Uh, I want to go back to the design of the play. Uh, For me, JP, first and foremost, first down from the one. I don't think that would be the design that I would call, but I am not the head coach And that decision is above my pay grade, um, especially when we have an exceptional running attack. Uh, no question about that. Uh, ETN is more than capable of getting that those short yardage situations done. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, if Trevor was coached, that uh, we're going to look for a quick hit. And if nothing's there, you got to toss it in the 20th row. 28th row sounds better. Um, then he should do that. That's his job. And these players are so impressionable that uh, because they're so young, you know, you could tell them anything. And most of the times it sticks with young guys and and sometimes it doesn't. But in the case of Trevor, you know, a guy who's drafted as high and where the expectations are uh, and as smart of a person as he is, uh, that should translate to his decision-making on the field. And I think Trevor has to um, tell himself, look, one, two, one, two, these are my progressions. I, I gotta get, I gotta play fast. And this is my thought process. Kirk, 28th row, that's it. And, and I think as he continues to play, uh, I had a discussion with my guys yesterday and I, on the podcast and I said, look, we need to toss out Trevor's first year. Like, can we get a, a, a do-over? And they kind of argued me, but I gave him a few points. Uh, that warranted a, a do-over, <laughs> and uh, they said, okay, well, this is his rookie year. Let him make the, his rookie mistakes this year, and uh, hopefully this is what we're seeing because all of the guys we're considering great quarterbacks right now, the Josh Allens of the world, uh, the Jalen Hurts who's turned a new leaf, they're hitting their stride in, in year three, you know, and hopefully I wish if we had a crystal ball we can see Calvin Ridley with, with, with Trevor Lawrence, which will be his year, his true year three. Hopefully that can be something that we'll start to see him turn over a new leaf. but that's neither here nor there now, JP. I know the fans want it right now. And we're talking about last week's game and how Trevor can improve right now. I think they lean on the run game a bit more, get into some ETN, take some pressure off of Trevor, while at the same time, consistently hammer away at him situational decisions. This is what we got to do, and uh, hopefully he uh, take heed to it and uh, do it while they're um, playing on Sundays.
0: Fred Taylor with us. The other part of the equation is on the defensive side, and now the last four losses, the Jaguars have had a fourth-quarter lead, but the defense has been unable to hold it for whatever reason, uh, whether it's a big pass in a key moment or a four-minute pass running drill for the opposition where they can't get off the field and it's eight straight power runs to the right that's what the giants did either way they've got to figure out how to make a play in a key moment they can play a pretty good game and get to that moment but more often than not lately nobody's been able to make the play and and or they've exploited a certain situation at that key moment the other side to uh, give the the jaguars (laughs) defense fits
1: yeah, you, you said it, JP. And I know the fans are probably, uh, the listeners are probably tired of hearing me say it. But was uh, one thing I learned in 2009 and 10 that hammered away at me that took forever for me to get there. We practiced it, especially with Coach Coughlin. But there was a hiatus for a few years under Jack. Uh, but Coach Belichick reestablished. It's situational. You said situation. You have to – the repetition have to come more on those situations. It's like the coaches have to play – have to be, um, you know, uh, uh, like they have to have a crystal ball. They have to know certain situations that come up. But the four-minute drill you mentioned, that's as old as anything. That's what, as a defensive player, you get excited for. It's mano y mano. It's like I got my lane, my gap. This is my assignment. I'm going to not mess it up. You know, I'm going to be one step ahead of the guys, you know, um, and uh, in that particular situation. And the other thing is just big plays, you know, you, you have to be ready for the shot plays uh, as a defense. As a, If I'm a safety, if I'm a free safety, uh, I got to know they're not going to try Tyson Campbell for the most part. You know, if I had to pick between sides, it's not going to be Tyson Campbell. You know, so if I'm a safety, I'm going to tilt my responsibility to the weak link, you know, who they might want to take a shot at. And, and, and you know, Trey Herndon has gotten picked on the last two weeks. That's just a fact. Uh, uh, William, they, they were picked on, uh, and they're not picking on Tyson. Uh, so I, I think from a situational standpoint, the players as well, they have to know this is what the other team is thinking. I, I it should be a no brainer at this point. We're nine weeks in the season. You gotta know your your strengths, your weaknesses, et cetera, et cetera. When guys are, are banged up, guys aren't in the game. You gotta know where to tilt responsibility uh from a defensive standpoint. That's just help. And if you if the players can't get that, the coaches gotta be able to make calls that'll favor, you know, uh, the opportunity for the, the players to make those plays, even if it's a safe play. Uh, even going back to the Denver game, that that third and 10 or 11, the rust scramble and break down and contain. Those are things that fans look at the games and they say, okay, we lost the game by X amount of points. They don't specifically go back and say, well, this player had a bust right here, this play right here, unless it's extremely obvious, like a deep ball. They don't say that, but situational awareness All the players got to understand it. The coaches got to protect the players and their calls. Um, And hopefully that can marry up into uh, some wins because they're not losing by blowouts like we're used to in the past. They're a really good team. They just got to find a way to be a better team.
0: Fred Taylor with us. Proud of the Jaguars running back and a good running back matchup today. You mentioned Travis Etienne, of course. Boy, he, he really ran hard last week yeah. in London and I think had his best game, obviously his best statistical game with the Jaguars. But he's finding a way now and on a roll now for four straight games over 100 scrimmage yards. And he has more yardage in his first three starts in the NFL than you now. Um, so yeah. Yeah. that's uh, that's a good step in the right direction. And then on the other side, Josh Jacobs. He had three straight 100-yard games before last week's loss in the shutout loss in the Superdome last week for the Raiders. But he's really finding a way in his career, too. Uh, This is a really good running back matchup.
1: A very solid running back uh, matchup. You got my fantasy football guy and Josh Jacobs. Uh, I can't sit him on a bench. Uh, I would like for him to have a decent game and a loss, you know. Uh, And Travis Etienne, I went searching for Travis too late in my fantasy leagues, and he's been all snatched up, which – Means, you know, the fantasy uh, owners are excited about Travis, much like the, the coaching staff. They showed that when they said, look, we're going to trade away James Robinson. You know, we, we don't need an insurance policy. We don't. We believe in Travis Etienne, and he stepped up to the plate. He's playing lights out, JP. I mean, she's, I, I think at one point last week, he was averaging over seven yards to carry, um, even midway through the game. Uh, And I think he finished averaging over six point whatever per carry. I don't know what his seasonal average is. I haven't charted that, but it's it's high.
0: So last week, (laughs) going into the game, he was 6.1, which was fourth best in the league. And it went up. That's how good Uh, last week was.
1: And it went up. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, he's uh, he's certainly uh, playing lights out. You mentioned I I saw a um, stat uh, pop up there on the Jaguar social media the other day. Uh, Where in his first three games, three games, right? Uh, He total scrimmage yards. He has more yards than myself and Maurice, uh, number one in team history, and that says a a lot about that accomplishment because he's, you know, we've had some pretty good backs. You know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and try and be humble now. Uh, Maurice was a hell of a back, and I know I was a hell of a back. So what he's done done to this point is a great accomplishment. And, uh, you know, I'm biased. I'm going to always root for him. I was rooting for him way back in the preseason that I I love how electric he is. I love his explosiveness, his vision. Uh, I would like to see him, uh, uh, take care of the ball better. Uh, and, uh, and I'm sure he can grow into that. Uh, but he he's playing the way they want him to play and, uh, playing that well, uh, JP, I, I think that should give the coaches more confidence to 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 give him those carries and hopefully take some pressure off of Trevor and also design some simple checkdown throws. Just get the ball to his, in his hands really quick. Uh, get the linebackers to stop dropping back so far. Allow my opportunity to run uh, until the defense catch on to it. And then we can hit him with the uh, intermediate passes. Uh, and then the offense will start to click it on all cylinders. So uh, shout out to the run game, man. Keep feeding him. First and one from the one. First and goal from the one. Feed the man, baby.
0: Feed the beast. And it's all about the mm-hmm. fantasy. It's all about the fantasy, too.
1: We're finding that out <laughs> with you. You know, it's, it's, you know I uh, it, it can marry up, JP. Think about it. You know, I, I've seen – You know, teams go out and rush for 200 and lose. Wink, wink. We've seen that. So uh, it happens. So, uh, yeah, give my fantasy guy a little love. Uh, I'm sure the defense wouldn't care about, you know, 152 touchdowns and a win. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they would care.
0: Yeah, Uh, but they got to win. Whatever
1: whatever the outcome is, is what it is. Um, And that be that. You know,
0: Fred, it's always a pleasure and looking forward Certainly to seeing days, you. Man.
1: And we'll talk to you in
0: the post game coming up.
1: See you in a few, JP.